I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome, everyone, back to the broadcast. I'm David Woods from Bruin Report Online, the UCLA site on the 24-7 Sports Network, and I'm coming to you after UCLA's epic come-from-behind win over South Alabama at home, 32-31. Um... There's no spin in that one, or at least I'm not doing it. Uh, that was a that was that was a that was a that was a harbinger of doom uh, for this UCLA football team. A lot of things have to change. Um, uh, you know, one of those Pyrrhic victories where just a lot of warts showed up. Um, I I thought UCLA. Um, you know, everyone was talking about the defense, and I you know obviously the defense was bad in this game, but um, offense wasn't great. Um, I, I think just all told, this was a really poor performance and, and reflects, uh, poorly on UCLA's chances, uh, this season. Um, you know, I, I think we were talking about this, uh, pregame and I think, you know, we're thinking, you know, if it's really bad or really good, that might tell us something. This was really bad, uh, beaten in South Alabama by a point. That's a, we said it in the preamble, like it's a better opponent than they faced in the first two games, but it's not like it's, it's not app state. Uh, from the Sun Belt, they're middle tier. Uh, South Alabama's pretty good. They're not great, um, and pretty good for the Sun Belt. Not pretty good for college football. Um, this is probably a top eighty team this year. Um, so this was this was this was really ugly. Um, defensively, I mean that's the main. So uh, just setting the stage for the last. The only reason UCLA won this game is because um, uh, South Alabama's coach outthought himself. Uh, they had at fourth and two, I want to say, at the UCLA 25, something like that. And he elects to line up for the field goal and then do a fake uh, out of the field goal formation when their offense, I, I don't think it had any trouble getting two yards at any point. And I can tell you why I know that, because I think, yeah, the only tackle for loss they had in the entire game was on that field goal fake. Uh, UCLA didn't have a tackle for loss outside of that. So odds of you getting two yards if you just hand the ball to your running back and go for it, uh, pretty good. Um, South Alabama would have won the game if they converted right there. Um, no question about it for me. Uh, they were up by two at that point. Um, and it felt like the only thing really stopping South Alabama's offense was South Alabama. Um, 
their tight end uh, who made a couple of nice plays throughout the game, but he had two balls just bounce off his chest uh, early on in the game. Um, they had the this they had this messed up field goal attempt, then they had the fumble, and then they had the pick. Um, but I don't know. I mean, how many times did South Alabama end up punting? Um, let's see. Let's let's pull up that fun little stat. Yeah, they punted twice in this game. UCLA forced two punts. Um, just a, a horrible, horrible defensive showing. Um, to give up uh, 162 yards on the ground um, to a team like this, um, and not and not looking like they had a ton of resistance to it. I think Webb might have gotten hurt towards the end because they started running out some other guys. Um, if he didn't. You know, another thing, South Alabama probably converts and, and wins that game. Um, uh, Bradley, their quarterback, looked about what I thought he was going to do. Um, they did a bunch of screen stuff. Um, UCLA seemingly never adjusted to it. Um, defensive back play in this game was horrible. Um, just off coverage, yes, but also just no acknowledgement of down and distance. Um and real lack of awareness. Um, I thought Azizi Hearn had a really, really, really tough game. Um, maybe one of the few bright spots was Mo Osling, who at least provided some run support. Um, but it was top to bottom. I mean, defensive line got abused even before guys started going down. Gary Smith and Martin Andrews both got hurt. But um, even before that, just getting knifed through constantly. Uh, you know, that South Alabama offensive line I wrote about in the, in the preview they're pretty good. I mean, they returned four guys, but they returned four Sunbelt guys. I mean, it's not like they're returning, yeah, I don't know, um, some Stanford offensive line from 2012. Um, so the UCLA defensive line looked looked really poor. Um, I think you can safely say the base pass rush is, is not very good um, because the base pass rush got absolutely zero pressure on Bradley in this game. Uh, Leatu Latu didn't seem like he even played all that much, um, which is certainly something to note. Um, but the edge rush produced basically nothing in this game. Uh, the Murphy twins were very, very quiet. Uh, Latu, um, you know, he, he made a little bit of an impact early, but didn't do much beyond that. Um, there was some decent play at linebacker. I mean, John, John Vons, I think stood out Darius Moussau, um, slow start, but I thought he picked it up. Um, but that secondary, that defensive line, it's, it's hard to argue that it's improved at this point. Um, and that's a major concern. I, I think you've, you've got to walk away from this really, really, really concerned about this defense and its ability to stop anyone. Um, there's going to be a lot better offenses in South Alabama in the league this year. I mean, Colorado next week, I will go on the record and saying UCLA still has no chance of losing that game because Colorado is that bad. South Alabama is far better than they are, but Washington, I, I don't know how many of you watch Washington, but their offense is going to devastate this defense. Um, it's going to have to be a complete shootout unless UCLA makes some major changes. Um, it just it did not seem like they had anything like a game plan equipped to handle what looked to me, and maybe some scheme aficionados will tell me different, but what looked to me like the most basic-ass college football offense you could run out there, like just whole bunch of screens, whole bunch of like swings and just, you know, uh, basically like something Noel Mazzoni sells on the internet. Um, and this, this defensive staff had no idea what to do with it. Um, really, really disappointing. And I would say alarming, uh, performance from the defense offensively. It was fine, but it wasn't in any way like UCLA was dominant against this team. And that's, um, you know, again, a little bit of a concern, 
Uh, and when I'm talking about the dominance, it's the it's the run game. Um, the offensive line really wasn't able to just full-on win against this defensive line. You know, Zach Charbonnet and Keegan Jones, um, they were okay. They broke a couple of big ones, but, like, consistent play-to-play, they were getting hit at or near the line of scrimmage. Um, just, and I, you know, we'll watch it again, but just going through it, 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 it looks like a lack of winning up front. And, you know, some of it, I saw Raekwon O'Neal whiff pretty badly on a uh, block on uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson's attempted two-point conversion. Um, you know, but there was just a, a, a lack of, um, a lack of essentially what South Alabama was doing to UCLA's defensive line. I mean, you, you just look across the field and you see what they're doing to your defensive line. And your offensive line isn't capable of doing it to theirs. Um, like, maybe the overarching thing, and, and, you know, I still formulated my thoughts about this whole thing, but maybe the overarching thing is UCLA really didn't have a talent advantage um, at many spots in this game. Um, people were critiquing the receivers, but I would say receiver was maybe one of the few areas where UCLA had a clear talent advantage in this game over the defensive backs on the other side. But defensive back? No. Against their receivers? I didn't see it. Uh, neither of the lines, uh, certainly not. Um, you know, it's just, it's a, this is a, this should be a wake up call, um, for not for the team. Cause I, the team can't change what it is, but for fans, I mean, for us too, I mean, it's, you, you do have to recalibrate after a game like this. Um, because I don't think it was as if UCLA just walked in and tried to like line up and beat them. I think they had a game plan. They went with those empty sets a lot. They were trying to do some different things. Um, and South Alabama just very nearly beat them and probably should have beat them. Um, that's, that's a major concern. And it, it, I think it should make you kind of recalibrate your expectations for this season because we've already seen the PAC 12 is probably a little bit stronger and a little bit, um, the middle is wider than, uh, we thought coming in. Like there's some good teams in the middle. Um, Arizona may not be as good as they looked against San Diego State, but they're still much more competent than they were last year. ASU looks more competent than we were expecting. Washington certainly does. Cal may or may not still be beating Notre Dame on the road. I don't know. Notre Dame's pretty bad, and Georgia Southern is losing right now, so who knows? No, Cal's down by seven now. Um, but regardless, there's there's a there's a lot of decent in the league this year, and a lot of decent I don't think will play well for UCLA. Um, they need some bad teams to beat up on. And I just don't know beyond Colorado and maybe Stanford. I don't know what's on the, what's on tap for as far as bad. So um, I'm, I'm sort of recalibrating my expectations. I don't know about nine and three anymore. I'm thinking more like uh bull or, or slightly above bull uh, eligible, you know, something like seven and five. Um that seems right, given what we just saw. I mean, they very, very obviously could have and, and maybe should have lost this game. So, uh, major concerns. And yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to spin it positive at all. So you can, you know, you can critique me for that if you want. But um, this, this was, this was a major, major, major five alarm fire of a game. Um, that being said, Dorian Thompson Robinson put up some good numbers. Um, you know. Uh, I thought he played pretty well. I saw some critiques on the board. Uh, I didn't really see it. I thought he was mostly pretty good. Uh, he wasn't getting a lot of help. Um, you know, I don't think uh, the offensive line was playing particularly well. I think whatever's going on with Charbonnet, he only had 13 attempts in this game. Uh, having Keegan Jones out there a lot more is not uh, ideal. He's not a he's not a great number two. Um, not at this stage of his career. Maybe he gets there, but he's not there yet. 
So, um, you know, playing with some mixed mismatched parts, I thought he actually played pretty well. A couple of inaccurate throws, but you know, that, that happens. Um, yikes. Yeah. Big yikes game. Um, not sure what else there is to say. Um, I better come up with some more cause I got to write a recap right now, but, um, yeah, Colorado can be a get right week, but then uh, Washington in two weeks is going to really tell the tale for this team. So we'll see. All right. Thank you. And uh, we'll talk to you again next time. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.